This is Healing with Haley, Episode 7, An Unquestioned Mind Equals a Personal Health. Is it possible that they were the cause of your own suffering? Are you thinking thoughts that are preventing you from taking your life to the next level? My name is Haley Kirk. I'm a life coach, mom, entrepreneur, fierce friend, here to show you how to be the hero of your story. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome. So I'm bulk recording. So I'm in the same outfit as another episode. <laughs> so I uh, I really don't want to do this episode, <laughs> but that means I have to do it, right? Okay. So here's, here's what I wrote. Why isn't he home? Why is it taking him all day to do errands and projects? These were the incessant thoughts sprinting in my mind like a dog off a leash. My partner Ben went out for errands and it was way too long for my amygdala to handle. I was in our upstairs bedroom packing our things, checking Instagram, checking WhatsApp, checking all the apps to see if he was responding to my text that I sent an hour, two hours ago that he hasn't responded to. What if he isn't doing what he said he would? What if he's lying to me? What if he's with someone else? Is he bored of me? I'm boring now because I'm a mom and I'm tired all the time. I'm not sexy enough for him to get excited about me anymore. Oh, I miss the good old days where everything was new and exciting. He would light up like a firework. And on and on and on, my brain generates this dramatic episode that my body reacts to physiologically. These thoughts that I was choosing to believe and not question created a manic in me, a paranoid human being who couldn't stop looking through the bedroom window to see if his car was parked by our house. I spent almost four hours in this lost mental space. I tried to do meditation to just sit and get some sleep. I didn't eat. I didn't drink. My son was asleep and I was left to my thoughts. This is hell on earth an unquestioned mind. <sighs> I remember that day like it was yesterday because <laughs> I've had so many of them, but that one just was hit harder. So I've, I've learned some really beautiful things since writing this. And I'm going to continue with this previous thought and then add from before when my mistake in that experience was I was just trying to as advised by my my coaches right that when you're triggered from a thought that you've chosen to believe at that moment your nervous system is already triggered right so it's like when you're cooking when I cook burgers my fire alarms are always going off <laughs> So my, the nervous system is like a fire, a smoke detector. And the moment it detects smoke, it goes off. It's like, oh no, no, no. Let me, let me let you know what's going on. We're like, no, no, no. It's okay. Smoke detector. It's just smoke. It's not an actual, like the house is burning down. Right. Our nervous system is the same way. When we believe a thought that threatens our survival, right? That our fear is the survival mind, right? Fear is its operator, right? So I was 
already triggered because I had believed a thought, right? What if he's lying? What if he's not doing what he's saying? Da, 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 da. Why is it taking so long? Um, I experienced fear, right? And so what I was trying to do was just sit in the emotion of fear, but I wasn't sitting in the emotion or getting into my body. I was in my brain, just letting it go and go wild and right. And so the mistake that I, and a lot of people do is when they're, you know, trying to sit in it. So this is <laughs> the title of today's episode. When the going gets tough, sit in stuff. <laughs> and what, what do I mean by that? Sit in the emotion. What does fear feel like? What is fear? What have you experienced in fear? It just, and, and, and it's not even a, we, we want to get away from mental exercises. We kind of just want to quiet the brain. And this is where meditation can, can be helpful. And I, I'm telling you, I was meditating in that experience, but I wasn't allowing my brain to get quiet. I, I was just listening to the brain and, and, and believing the brain, whatever the brain was offering to me, I was just believing it. So instead of just believing it, right? Just say, okay, I chose to believe this thought. Now I'm, I'm triggered emotionally. Let's just, let's just, how my, how's my body? Where do I feel pain? Where do I feel discomfort? Where do I feel all right? How does my body feel? And some breaths. And you guys, I'm, I'm telling you, this is so much easier said than done, right? And I, I truly believe the human experience is going to be beautiful and terrible. 50-50. Because what makes fear worse is saying like, I shouldn't be afraid right now. That's a panic attack, right? We're trying to like, we're judging our, our, ourselves. We're arguing with reality. And that's where, when we argue with reality, that's where mental disorders come into play. And you, I mean, you could argue that we are always arguing with reality right and that's how we we can tell that we're in dysfunction we're, we're not in alignment with what's really true and so that's why I really love if you guys haven't heard of the amazing the wonderful Byron Katie she has created something called the work and the work is a worksheet of judging someone else or a belief system. She has one belief at a time worksheet and she also has a judge your neighbor worksheet. And then what these worksheets ask of you is to, it, it asks four questions and it, it has six questions. And each question you ask yourself four questions and then you do turnarounds. So one of the examples she has is like, I'm angry because Paul lied to me. Um, and then in that example, 
you would say, is it true? How do you, I react when I believe that thought? Who would I be without that thought? After you ask those questions, then comes the turnarounds. Paul didn't lie to me. I lied to Paul. Paul was honest with me. So these turnarounds just offer a completely different perspective than what, what you were previously seeing in the world or what you were previously interpreting. And it is so insane how much we really think the worst as well as we try to interpret the intent of our of the people in our lives and when we try to interpret the intent if we can actually just stop that altogether this is advice from tony robbins and he's one of my my all-time favorite human beings on planet earth i adore you tony robbins if you're out there um when I heard that, I, it just clicked with me. If I can stop inferencing, guessing what my partner's intentions are and even put a twist on that and say, oh, they have the best intentions, you know? So it's a beautiful, beautiful work to be done. I encourage you guys, if you haven't tried this Judge Your Neighbor worksheet, do so. It's such it's such an experience. It's a very, it's a beautiful way to <laughs> learn of yourself and, and really stop your suffering and realize how much love has always been there. So if you guys are looking for a coach, I would be honored to be your life coach. I have an amazing program right now, and it's called um, Six Weeks of True Confidence. And I would love to help you to get to a more confident, a more transformative version of yourself. So I'll, sh I'll send some details in the show notes. And I really, really appreciate you guys being here. Take care. If you're looking to change your life in 2024, look no further. I have a coaching program built just for you. Each month, we will dive deep into limiting belief systems, thought patterns, habits, and so much more to take your life to a dream reality. Sign up for my 12-month coaching program before spots fill up. I'm only taking 15 clients who are serious about taking massive action towards their dream life. I'll see you in the program.